0: Welcome to the Kick-Ass Life Podcast. I'm Elle Russ, the author of two books, Confident as Fuck and The Paleo Thyroid Solution.
1: And I'm Tara Garrison, a training and nutrition expert. Elle and I are empowerment coaches dedicated to helping you create a kick-ass life.
0: So subscribe to our podcast and tune in every week where Tara and I are gonna cover a variety of topics and content designed to help you raise your expectations and then meet them.
1: To learn more about us, visit our websites, com and LRuss.com and follow us on social media. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Hey guys. Okay. So today we're talking about the law of attraction and that LOA life as we call it. And we're talking about manifesting today. This is something that Elle and I have both implemented into our lives and have just sat and watched and observed the magic. Once you get on this manifestation train, it is just like, am I like a magical wizard or like what is happening in my life? Like I can't even... Believe this is true, so it's too good not to share. So today we're going to get in. We're actually going to do a two part part series. Um, First one is manifesting, and like, what does that mean? How does the law of attraction work? And we're also going to talk about our experience with it. So I'll let you start, L. Like, what does the law of attraction mean to you? Yeah.
0: So you know, a lot of people poo-poo it because they're like this is a pseudoscience or it's too easy to be true oh it's pretending like i just think of a jaguar and it shows up in my driveway that's such bs well those are the people that are skeptics and like I send my book, no one ever built a statue to a skeptic, uh, right? It was always the people that we believed that yep. something was possible. So what it really is, is it's really like we get whatever we focus on, right? Like attracts like. Yep. And there's right. so much more to this. So before anyone's out there going, well, what about this? What about that? We will bring up some of the like classic objections to this or how it works. So it's it's about energy. We are energy beings. One of the things I like to point out in this is that people are already... It's believing in something you can't prove or see, but you only are proven through doing it. And so one of those examples would be like, if anyone else is religious or believes in God, well, that's believing in something that doesn't have any science. There's no scientific proof. Mm-hmm. There's also something too. Every day, Tara, I'm sure when you go to bed, you are not freaking out that the sun is not gonna rise tomorrow. You're not like, oh my right. God, well, what is it doesn't rise tomorrow? And what if I don't have another day? Why? Mm-hmm. Because the sun has risen every day prior that's a belief you and i have although technically do we have proof that it will not really most scientists would go well but look an asteroid well we don't know what's going on there's so many unknowns out there what if just like an explosion happens in our galaxy okay (laughs) so all that can happen but why do we believe it again it's a belief that has been fostered over decades and years and hundreds of years of it happening so goes the same for a belief you have about yourself right Like, Mm -hmm. well, I'm never going to get there. I've always been broke. I've always attracted the wrong guys. I've always been, never been promoted for these jobs. Those are all beliefs based on just a history. But if you just really look at it, we all believe in things that we can't see. One of them would be like the sun rising tomorrow. That's a basic kind of philosophical notion. And And then something else along that effect is when you talk to astrophysics and people that you know, do those shows about the cosmos and, you know, the science behind it, what they've been able to do is they've, they've been able to show and they can show on a screen like this is what a map of the, of the universe that we know it as now looks like. When you look at this picture that they've rendered, it's all looks like electrical, just electrical, you know, kind of patterns. What's in between those electrical patterns is black. It's just nothing. That's dark matter. Dark matter is something that you cannot actually test. They can't measure it. So it's an unseen, untestable thing, but it's Mm -hmm. holding the universe together. It's literally the thing, the glue that's binding all of that Mm -hmm. in our Mm -hmm. universe together. So again, something we can't see, we can't prove, we can't measure, but we know exists. So this does Mm -hmm. take a little bit of leap of faith into believing in something You kinda can't see, and that's tough for a lot of people, but I'll say this, the people that I know that have said, you know what, F it, I'm gonna try it, I'm just going to take a leap of faith and see what does it hurt, what do I have to lose, those are the people that live extraordinary lives. The friends and the people that I know that have always poo-pooed it from the beginning and like, that's BS, that's a joke, who've never looked into it, who've never really tried it, I see their lives it's it's not going mm-hmm. in the, the forward direction. So yep. that's just a blanket uh, you know I, I, I we can get into specifics but I just that's how beliefs are right? So this is something that when I first learned about it I was like I'm mean, this seems like way too easy. Right. My friend gave me the audiobook of The Secret. I was going through a very tough mm-hmm. time. And this is a Harvard Berkeley educated person who doesn't BS me and said, listen, just trust me. And I did. And when I started to implement, you know, these these tenants. Life exploded yeah. into the most amazing direction. So it's it's really about using the power of your mind and your thoughts and your emotions to create and affect reality. There is a co-creative factor we don't know about. Some people might call it Mm -hmm. God, you can call it the universe, because we see that some things happen for reasons of which we cannot explain. Or you might try to manifest something and it comes in another form that you would not have expected. But when you look back later, you realize, oh, that was even better than what Mm -hmm. I put out there. So there is some Mm -hmm. really weird, spooky, (laughs) co-creative effect and you can Mm -hmm. call it what you want. So there are some unknowns in here, but we can work within the knowns and affect change. That is the truth. You literally can create your own reality. There are also physical limitations. If I get my arm cut off tomorrow, I can't manifest a new arm. There are like legit physical, I can't be like, I wanna learn how to fly. Like I wanna fly, okay? Humans can't fly. That's just probably not going to happen. <laughs> However, I bet that if you were going to go down that road, someone would show up somewhere and be like, hey, I got this like bat suit. You wanna go? You'd, you'd probably <laughs> right. be like, fuck no, I'm not going to exactly. go flying with that. Um, so there are some limitations. There are some mechanics. We can't defy gravity in certain laws that are out there, but there also is this unknown element. And I just ask everyone to be sort of open to that. And we'll go through some objections. But w- what would you say when you first kind of r- went into this, what was your first hit at it and were you like Mm. yeah bs because i know you listen you were a proselytizing mormon for many years right we've talked about this Mm -hmm. on the show so you were Mm -hmm. already in a major belief system with Mm -hmm. some texts with deep in it so i'm curious to see like i I would one would think like how did you even get to believe in something unseen again
1: Yeah, thanks for thanks for asking that. Because when I first was exposed to uh, like the movie The Secret, I was so turned off by it. I was so repulsed. I was it was introduced to me um, by somebody who had an MLM, right? So I was just like, I hate MLMs so bad. Like I literally can't. Multi level marketing is what you're talking about, right? Yeah, multi-level marketing. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. So I I rejected it. You know, I I remembered going to the parking lot and being like, oh, maybe I'll get the front spot. Oh, it happens sometimes. Oh, sometimes it doesn't. This stuff is all BS, right? So that was pretty much my attitude towards the law of attraction for a long time. And then after I left Mormonism and I went through a bunch of crazy life stuff, um, I actually was introduced to this book. And if you guys are watching us on YouTube, you can see what I'm holding up. But this book is um was introduced to me by my friend Drew Manning in a really crazy life crisis time. And it's called The Art of Living by Bob Proctor. And Bob Proctor is, you know, one of the top in the world for Law of Attraction. And and I had, you know, it was a very spiritual time for me. Like it was, I had hit rock bottom, rock bottom. And I remember just sitting on the floor in my bedroom, just reading this book and feeling my soul shift feeling the shift and he in this book he talked a lot about um, thinking grow rich and how he learned so much from Napoleon Hill and he basically exemplified in this book how what what the law of attraction did for him in his life. And it was such a beautiful time. Like if you're at rock bottom right now, That's law of attraction is your jam. Okay. Like just jump on that, get, you know, get this book, the art of living. And I, the reason drew recommended this to me, cause he's like, I read this book and like magic shit just started happening all over the place in my life. Like I couldn't even believe how good my life started getting. And, you know, at the time I was, um, I was doing a lot of hiking and walking in like a very wealthy area of Salt Lake City with all these like billionaires homes and it was really cool to be at ground zero and walk around in this area and just think why can't I have this like I'm smart and kind and good and loving and intelligent and talented like why can't I have this why do I think somewhere in my soul that only other people can have this lifestyle like do I even want this lifestyle and is there a part of me that believes that I couldn't have it? That's not okay. And that's where it starts with me. That's Law of attraction to me isn't about like, it's like be wise about it. She, knowing once you start to get into it, you really realize that you can have what you want. But think about what you really want. And this is what I really want to hit on with this is that a, the, for me, the first step of being in alignment with the law of attraction is letting go of a lot of things of getting into alignment, doing deep work like meditation, really simple. Meditation is the deepest work you can do. And if you're not doing it consistently, I know I get it. I am super overachiever action oriented. I love to get shit done. It makes me feel so good. I want to go, go, go. I love to go fast. That's why I meditate. (laughs) So that in all my fastness and all my doing and all my overachieving, I'm not wandering down aimless roads. It's what aligns me. It purifies. It's like, I'm not trying to think during my meditation, but just the alignment happens. I feel bullshit fall away. I feel enlightenment come in and I feel that steadiness throughout the day. Cause once, once you start to meditate, you, that happens to you throughout the day, you have a reactionary thing like, wow, I want that. Or wow, I hate that. And you question it for a second, you actually start to become the observer of your thoughts. And this is where the magic happens because law of attraction really is understanding and admitting that your subconscious is running the show. It really is. It really is like all that because it's really, it's really very practical. It's the law of attraction is super, super practical. It's like basic to me. It's very basic steps of understanding what you want, understanding your soul's purpose, understanding, um, how you want to live your life. It's not that hard. It's like a lot of it to me is like, very basic principles of like writing down a plan, (laughs) you know, that's how it's been in my life. It's not anything like, wow, that was so crazy. It's like, no, I actually sat and thought for like 10 minutes what I, what I want and don't want in my life and like wrote it down and made some, and then started repeating that to myself. It's extremely practical, but nobody teaches this. Like I wish there was a law of attraction class from kindergarten to graduating as a high school senior that for, you know, an hour every single day, kids were taught this, how to actually be in alignment with what they want and to achieve that. And I will share something really kind of kind of interesting. Like, so this was my intro, The Art of Living by Bob Proctor. Um as soon as I started reading this and living by this, all of a sudden I started getting hit up by people who were working with Bob Proctor. I started getting more into that into that realm and now like I have some partnership going with a, a guy who used to be Bob's number one consultant for a long time. Now does his own personal development coaching system. He's amazing. I do I've been doing his work for the last 6 months and he was like, "Oh, that was your first book here." And he gave me this signed copy oh, from awesome. Bob. Bob and Sandy Gallagher, and it was just like this was just like a couple months, ago, like a month ago maybe. So it was like just such a cool full circle thing. Um, I feel like once you get on this vibe, you find that there's like these little gifts from the universe saying like, yes, yes, you're on the right path. Keep going, keep going, keep going. You know, um, so that that yeah, was my that- initial resistance was high, but now I'm like, no, I'm all in.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Bob Proctor's a great one. I think on this podcast we're gonna mention lots of people for books yeah. and things like that so when you talk about the power of subconscious mind some of the earliest people on that were like Dr. Joseph Murth- Murphy Florence Scovel Shim, the game of life and how to play it now I will warn everybody they do use the word God which by the way Turns a person like me off in general, okay. But I was able to get over that hump. I replace it with universe or whatever. Just understand that they're Mm -hmm. talking about source energy or this unknown energy. But in those days, back in the '60s and '70s, they couldn't write about this stuff if they didn't put the word "god" in there, right? So just and what I love about Florence Scovel and Dr. Joseph Murphy's books is that each each one has specific real life examples of people who just turned their thinking around yeah. and it came about and here's the thing everyone here notices when you're on fire in life like you're like man I'm on a freaking roll shit's coming like yep. okay that's because yep. you're enthusiastic you're excited it's because your dominant yep. vibration that's why it keeps getting more and you're like oh my god things keep coming in right then you get off right. track and you go down and then something negative happens you stub your toe now then now you rear end someone and you can see how it can spiral the other way so you're, <laughs> this is continuing Work because you can get off yep. track. But the idea yep. is, are you going to be a deliberate creator in your life or just yeah. let things happen? And most people don't believe yep. that they can deliberately intend and create. For the people that really need science, exactly. uh by, by the way, so Law of Attraction, So the Secret. I've read every book by all those speakers. I think that's what's great about that audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, you learn about Brock Proctor and Jack Canfield and Lisa Nichols. I mm-hmm. never knew that I would be a writer. Uh, like a book writer or a podcaster or speaker at all at the time that I first listened to all of these people and loved their work. I have now interviewed like three or four people from The Secret. So it is a full circle for me too. Cause I'm like, wow, some of my favorite authors that I've listened to forever, I got to interview. I mean, it was so amazing how that came full circle and I didn't necessarily like specifically intend that then, but it's funny how it comes around or like, you know, you got the uh, association there with Bob Proctor. I just, um, I feel too. So if you're feeling bored, anxious, stressed out, sad, you're kind of going to be attracting more of the thing. It's just, we have 60 to Mm 90,000 thoughts a day. You cannot monitor all of them. But I guess the biggest indication to start is, what are you thinking about? Right? On the Byron Katie tip, if you're in God's business or someone else's business, it's probably not feeling good because when you're judging. So thoughts, are absolutely create an emotion for example if you were to be like mm-hmm. start talking now and you said hey El what are you gonna do, like, when your mom dies, or what does look your mom? What does it look like when your mom dies? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll just start crying, talking about. I mean, I will. It'll generate an emotion. The thought of that can generate an emotion. Our thoughts generate emotions. Yeah. The trick with law of attraction, and this is, I think, what people can't get over, is it's not a logical thinking game. It is a vibrational feeling game. So while you can sit there and write lists about all the things you want, or be like, "This is what I want." If you're not feeling the feelings of already mm-hmm. having it, yeah. that's the part of the work. The other side right. of it, too, and one of my favorite authors, and I've taken one of the courses, he's the laziest guy you've ever met in your life, self admitted laziest person. He wrote a book called Type Z, the lazy person's guide to manifesting wealth and abundance. His name is Mark Allen, M A R C Allen. He's got a great audiobook called The Millionaire Course uh, Seminar, and it's like a $4, $5. He is self like the laziest person. He's like, I'm not type A. Mm-hmm. I'm not Tara and L. I'm not that person. And he pr- he is absolute proof that you can manifest without that. You don't have to mm-hmm. be type A. The type A people get caught up when they're trying to mm-hmm. do the thing. Manifesting mm-hmm. is not trying to manifest. You don't go out and buy a right. bike today and go, "I manifested a bike." No, you bought a bike. You might have. I mean, if you if you manifested the money for and it, it right. came in, great. But 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 you right. know, trying to do it or making it happen is not really the name of the game because as you're vibrating emotionally and, and you're you're putting out the feelings of the feelings of whatever you want that's already happened something will come in to ignite what we call yep. inspired action that's when yep. the action will be like you know what I should call Tara to see if she has a recommendation or, or that's that's inspired action but the people yep. are like how do I try to manifest that's not right. it and that's hard to let go of for type A people yep. but it's also hard for the total type B Z people who are like but I'm not a go-getter or whatever you don't have to be. And and again, for those people, look at Mark Allen and what he created um, in his life. I mean, it's unbelievable how successful he's become. And to this day, he still is like, don't work Mondays, don't come into the office till 12, because I'm lazy and I don't care because that's what I want in my life, because that's how I like it. And he has manifested the most amazing things. Um, So he's a great person for those that don't feel that they are in our category. But the pitfall of people in our category is they're trying too hard, and they're not in the spiritual, emotional thing of it.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, I would say one of the Yeah, that's such so well put. And I'd say one of the Best books that helped me with that was um, Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender by David R. Hawkins. I don't know if you've read that, but David it, Hawkins is awesome. It was so good that I would be listening to it on audible and I would immediately stop everything I was doing, rewind it, lay down and just close my eyes and just like absorb this way of thinking into my soul. I was just like, I need to understand this. This is so beautiful. Um, that book helped me a ton. And even, even the surrender experiment, um, by Michael Singer and the untethered soul, you know, those books were at first I was like, Oh, I don't really have time to listen to stories <laughs> like, um, cause there's a lot of stories, but that the overall impact of, those books, the message of it in general is look what kind of magic can happen when you just let go and surrender to where the universe is trying to pull you. So manifestation, I love what you're saying here because what I have found is like there first has to become, it's not just like I want I want this. You know, I think when I was like, uh, juvenile and praying, it was like, please, can I have a car? God, please. Can I have a car? I want a car." I'm not saying you can't manifest something like that, but it was like not in alignment. It wasn't like I was getting a spiritual download of like, Hey, here's part of your soul's purpose. It was like, I want this, you know? Um, and so I have found the things that are the most easy to attract is when they don't even come from me. Like they are aligned. Yes. They excite my soul. Like I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I want that's exactly how I want but it didn't actually come from me. It came from something bigger than me. And the every time that happens the the ripple effect is way beyond me. You know, it's what, right now I I'll, I'll throw it out there. What so we'll see we'll see, you know, right now what I'm wanting to manifest that's coming into me are two things, writing a book, which, um, <laughs> we just talked about yesterday. So yeah. writing a book has been coming in. Like you got to do it, girl. I'm like, okay, got it. And the other thing is, um, I want my next house to be my retreat center. Very, very deep, like a deep, deep download. So for my, for my women, my women nice. and higher are women who rise, I want to do retreats. And this has been, I mean, this has been a year coming. It's not like some, some things come fast. Some things manifest fast. And some things fast.
0: have its right timing.
1: Right. It just yep. like, like, for I,
0: example, the podcast with you, I told you and other people, I wanted to do a podcast with another co-host for a couple of years now. I knew lots of great people that are still great people I'd love to do with it. I hadn't met you that yet though. Mm-hmm. See, the universe needed to bring me to Salt Lake City so that I could meet you, follow you, and then be like, talk with you. We interviewed each other. And then I was yeah. like, it's tara like i want to do it with her that uh, so people could be like during that two years be like what are you going to start your new podcast and they did like when are you gonna and i was like yeah i'm not i don't know i will when i'm feeling inspired to like you said you just got inspired to so that's right you don't want to force stuff um and forcing things as a means to an end won't work either so if you're like well um i want to write a book so i can be famous or i want to write a book so i can be wealthy that really probably shouldn't be the dominant vibration behind writing it not that you couldn't and i also just want to to share too people in this world like i think law of attraction it, it even works for so people go well how is it possible that this guy over here manifested all this money and he's a terrible person and treats their mm-hmm. employees her- because he's thinking right about money because his vibration right. is right about money. Doesn't mean right. he's healthy. Doesn't mean he have healthy relationships. Doesn't right. mean none of it. It just means right. his vibration about money is on point. He believes he'll receive it. He believes yep. he expects it to happen. He has yep. no lack of faith that he will, but he's still a jerk. So that's why, you know what I mean? It's 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 fair. Yep. The, the Life is fair in, in that way. In a, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's kind right. of even. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I want to hit on what you said about forcing it. Oh, this is so important to talk about. And I'm going to share a quick story from my friend, Josh Trent, who hosts wellness Mm -hmm, Force radio. He was on my podcast talking about this and it stuck with me for days. I was just like, gosh, that's beautiful. So we all know what to do. We know. We know exactly what is needed. It's just we resist it sometimes because it's scary. So maybe the universe is like, you got to get out of this relationship. You got to get out of this relationship. You got to get out. Come on. You got to get out. And you're like, no, because they're a good person because of this. or That will be scary because I'm financially secure or whatever it is or my kids or what. Or maybe the universe is saying, dude, this job is not right for you. And you freaking know it. You're miserable. You got to go. And it's probably telling you what you need to do, too. But you're like, that's crazy. I can't do that. And the reasons XXXXX, you know, of all the things that you're holding yourself back with, but we know what we need to do. And Josh shared this story where he was, you know, here he was hosting Wellness Force Radio. You know, he's got this successful platform, so it appears, but it's just going down and down and down. He's broke, his relationships aren't working right, like nothing's working right. He's just like grinding and working so hard and nothing's going well. And he was very, at that time, he was very into wellness technology, like the aura rings and the trackers and the everything technology-wise. And he had just had this download at a health conference and he was just like, I can't do this anymore this is not aligned with me. Like the energy is so dead here. I just feel like it's, I'm just trying to make money. Like it's not, it's not aligned. So he went and he met with this, you know, mentor and teacher. And, um, he, the guy pulled it out of him. He's like, what's, what's your biggest fear? And he's like, that people will know that I'm not healthy. He's like, well, that's what you need to talk to people about. And he's like, and I'm also afraid to let go of what I'm already building. Like I can relate with that. I've had many things come in that are like, it's time to let that go. And I'm like, "No, I've been working so hard for this." You know, like and it's like you got to let it go. You got to let go. But what I have found is you're not really losing anything. You're definitely not losing anything. Ev- all the time or money or energy that you spent in that area was very, very much part of your journey for a reason. But if you try to stay there, you limit and stunt your growth and your ability to manifest what's coming next into your life. So I think it's so important, you know, I, I, I think that yeah, we the can be too
0: attached that- to it. And then there's also the ego involved with like, you've been working on this thing forever. And now suddenly, you're going to bail on it. And you're going to look like, well, again, wait, right. really that's a whole thing about confidence and whatever. But that can trip right. you up too. but sometimes you have to let go of something for some, you know, and so that is a part of it, too, is, being true to yourself on that one that's Yeah, and
1: it doesn't mean you have to, like, degrade or insult or that thing was wrong or bad. No, 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 no. Like, that thing, I'm sure, was a very, very important part of your journey for a very important reason. But staying in it, you know, we can talk about loyalty. Loyalty is a very interesting word, I think, the way that we look at it. You know, um, loyalty first comes to yourself and to your higher self and to your spirit and to the universe and to this guidance that you're getting. Um, And our, you know, loyalty to our job or even relationships relationships that aren't serving us anymore. I'm like, is that a, something that you should be proud of? Now, it doesn't mean you can't honor and respect and love that thing for what it was, but clinging to it when it's no longer working and it's everyone's miserable. It's resistance. Forced, yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, it's doing a dis, it's that to me is more insulting it for what it was than actually honoring it, seeing the beauty, seeing the good and letting it go and moving forward with the learning lessons with respect and love. So I think um once for me, I have definitely learn once I'm enforcing it energy and they're like the energy's dead, uh, the, the, you know, the response, I think from a business perspective, everyone's like, no, <laughs> like we're not interested in this, you know, it's kind of like, okay, all right, cool learning lesson, like move on, let's go. Where's the energy. Right. And I think that's kind of the story of the entrepreneur, but in every area of our life, you know, following the energy, trying to force it, whether that's with your kids or with your diet strategy and you're just freaking miserable, like, don't you think there might be a better way for you? You know, maybe it's time to let go. So that's yeah. such a key, key point on manifestation, I think is following the energy, following the energy. It doesn't mean you don't follow through with things when needed, but you'll know when it's needed to follow through and when the energy has died and you're just still trying to stay in your safety zone.
0: Yeah. And I would say, so everyone can choose to think differently. You you have this power and in thinking differently, you can focus on things you're going to lead to what you want. Most of us, if you're even listening right now, you have the same thoughts every day about the same damn stuff. Every day. We <laughs> all do. It takes an actual effort to go, you know, let me bring some new possibilities in here because we're usually thinking about the same Seriously. project. Have, all that kind of stuff. So it's Seriously. about switching that up. Um, so figuring out what it is that you want. Feeling the feelings of already having it. For example, the only thing we want to... It, the only reason... We ever want to manifest anything is that we think we're going to be happier in the having of it that's the only yeah. reason we have any desires right. at all okay right. so and that's great wonderful but that's the only reason we are so law of attraction would say you have to feel the feelings of already yeah like, well but right. see if i was happy then i wouldn't need to like I, I i i i can't get there because i don't have the money so how am i going to feel i'm broke how can i feel wealthy when i'm not and if i get wealthy then i'll feel wealthy and you're like ah and this is where the belief situation comes mm-hmm. in that trips people up. Yep. It is pretending. It is yep. pretending. And yep. Pretending effing works. I'm sorry. I'm here to say I have too many examples of this in my life. It is pretending. It's getting into a belief that it's already yep. there. No yep. one needs to know about it. No one needs to know how kooky you are in your closet with your iPhone timer, feeling the feelings of yep. what it's going to be like to have a big dinner party at your house because that's really what you want the money for. So if you, like, do you want the money for the house or do you want the money because the feeling of financial security and what that feels like to feel safe. That's really probably what it is, right? It's what is the feeling associated with what you want? I want enough money because I love taking people out to dinner and hosting dinner parties and those cost money. Well, great, then go to the vision of imagining your friends around a table, that end result of it. People are too, and this is where the cursed hows come in, as Mike Dooley says. He's another great author. He did a movie called Thoughts Become Things. He's done many books, and he was a speaker in The Secret. I love him. But but then again, that's getting into the cursed hows. You're trying to map out how you're going to manifest something. It often doesn't work that way. That's why it's you put it out there, and then you leave it up to unknown things versus, okay, this is what I want. Now I'm going to yeah. do all things to yeah. get it. Th- that can happen too. There are some things that are right. legit. If you and I want to apply to Stanford, right now we got to print out the application we got right. okay that's practical stuff but um right. so uh, there's an amazing story that i have from when i first learned the secret. I was like, all right, okay, I listened to that audiobook four times. I was ready for my first vision board. This was like two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. And at the time, iPhones had just kind of come out ish, or it was the iPad touch first. You know, the the mm-hmm. looked like the iPhone. And then the there was iPod. Right, the iPod touch. Sorry, iPod yes, touch. And yes, then there was yeah. the, and then there was the iPhone. But at the time when I saw the first iPhone, I thought, Oh, that looks too big and bulky but I want an iPod touch. So I put it up on my vision board and I just imagined like how cool it would be to have this thing. <laughs> I love it. Long story short, I get a call out of nowhere from somebody I used to work with that wanted me to do some consulting on a new project. And I was like, okay. So I go up to meet them. Um, There is someone that used to be a contractor of mine many years back that I hadn't talked to in like 10 years. And we're like, oh my God, hey, yeah, yeah. And he ended up working for Apple. And he literally showed up to the meeting with an iPod Touch because he knew I was going to be there. He's like, I haven't seen Ellen's. I literally cried. I cried
1: that's so crazy now
0: here's what's even crazier so i get the ipod touch and i realize you know i actually want the iphone hey and that can happen too you manifest (laughs) something you get it and you realize you know what i didn't actually really want this but so i traded it in for an iphone then i'm telling my friend kara the same story and we we were both anti-secret until we weren't and i telling (laughs) her about this story and she goes i want to manifest a new iphone too i'm going to do that and here's this crazy i had just done it so i should have had the belief that anyone can and i was still even skeptical in that moment i was like yeah i don't know maybe only one like i'm not even though i had just manifested it right i was skeptical about her manifesting it and you're not going to believe how she makes unbelievable so she's like i'm going to do it too she's in the faith but it's starting to get close to like christmas and she really wants a new iphone and she's like all right well you know what it's not happening that's okay i'm going to go down to the apple store and buy one. And as she's about to go to the Apple store, she walks out of her house and she's like, oh, I need to give my next door neighbors their Christmas presents before they leave on vacation. She goes over there, she's like, hey, Merry Christmas, and the woman next door, her neighbor goes, oh my God, Kara, hold on a second brings down a brand new packaged iPhone and says, no. just take this. We got this with Amex points. I'm not going to, you know, they were older. Like, I'm not going to use, I don't know what these And she's like, oh my God, do you even understand? I was just on my way to the Apple store to get the iPhone. I, she calls me crying. She's crying. And I'm going, oh my God, what the fuck? She did it. Like, wow. this, holy shit. And so she's crying and she's like, no, can I pay you something? Like, this is insane. Like, oh man, are you kidding me? Because yeah, they were like wow. a lot of money. And, and the woman was like, no, 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 just take it. Just take it. Kara has since manifest amazing things. She's she's great at the law of attraction too. We were both like, oh my, God. I was like blown away because isn't that funny how the magic worked for me? I believed in it. Yet here I am still as a skeptical about it, even though I totally yep. believe in the tenant. And I'm so glad it happened to her too because that really just kicked my ass right there on that. And I was like, okay, never yep. again am I going to, not believe something is possible. Two people that are friends with each other, we manifested free eye out of thin air. Didn't ask for so it, amazing. didn't call anyone. And that's just like the very first one that we, that <laughs> like the very first thing on the vision board. Another thing I'd put on the vision board at the time, which was gonna be really hard. Like I knew, I'm like, nope, it's only, if I put this on there, it's only going to be because there's no other way this thing can happen if it's not the universal magic. I love, <laughs> I love water skiing and I used to grow up water skiing. I used to teach water skiing and I love it, but there are no lakes to go water skiing in California. They're only private, like man-made dugout, you know, lakes. Mm-hmm. There's just, it's not like Wisconsin or other places where you could just go pull up to a dock, pay someone to yeah. take you for a couple runs. It just doesn't happen. But I hadn't been water skiing in so long. And I was like, I really want to go water skiing. So I cut out a picture of a woman water skiing and put her so head on cool. it. And like had it on my vision board. And then here's what's funny. I'm randomly like talking to someone that I met online, online dating. And we're just talking and there's no – there's like – it's a buddy vibe. And it's clear that it's a buddy vibe. And then we meet and he's like, you know what? Like – oh, no, we didn't even meet yet. He was like, you know, we just got a good vibe and it was very friendly. And he said, you know what? Um, I'm going water skiing at my friend's (laughs) – I I was losing it. At the, he's like, I'm going uh, water skiing at my friend's private lake oh, in Sacramento. If you drive up to to Sacramento, I'll meet you and I'll take you up there and we'll we'll camp out in my trailer. Like no pressure so or whatever. Fun. Now yeah. normally people are like, well, you went away with a stranger. Okay, like I I got all the right information. Like send me your driver's license. Like I am bet this guy makes sure he's <laughs> insane. I trust you, Elle. <laughs> and I did go and I got to water ski on a private oh, lake and have all the runs I wanted. And I mean. Literally from, this is, the, this is like 2007, the first two things, free iPhone or free iPod touch that turned into the free iPhone and a water ski trip, among other things. So that's what made me go, okay, Come on, because of all my years in California, I never even met a guy online who waters. People just don't water ski here. It's just not a thing. You really have to know what's up. And you have to know someone who owns one of these private lakes. Um, You know, so it's just really interesting. So many, you can manifest an experience like I did. I just wanted to go water skiing. I didn't want a pair of water skis. I didn't want a boat. I just wanted to go water skiing. You know what I mean? So do you just want to sit on a beach? Do you just want to have a new friend? It doesn't have to be a car or a job, right? It can be something that's not a material item, but is an experience. Um, But what I did is I... I felt the feelings of what that would be like because I love water skiing. I was just like, oh, man, (laughs) you know, you know. Yeah. So so those are just a couple of of fun. Those are the initial two stories, not to mention so many others. But the iPhone one always stands out as crazy because my friend goes, great, I'm going to do that, too. And
1: I'm like, yeah, right. Total downer. And she did it. It's amazing. It's like the universe did it perfectly just to give her enough time to really get in the energy, (laughs) to really go through the whole process. And it's like, okay, we got you. (laughs) It's like a little final test right at the end. Right. She's like giving Um, up
0: on her way to the iPhone store. Like, all right, guess
1: it's not going to happen. That's cool. And yeah. Yeah. And I, for me, this, this, what you're talking about, the feeling, the energy of already, like I already did it. I already am there. That's where I go. Right. Yeah. So as soon as whatever I want, I'm like, I am doing that. Like I've already, I've already seen my retreats. I've already seen my book. I've already, I, I've, I've seen people reading. I'm very vision. I, I need a vision board because I, I already see, that's how I, that's how I manifest as I see it first in my head. Like mm-hmm. it just pops in and I've seen women reading my book. I've seen all of it. And then I just pretend <laughs> like you say, that it already is happening right now. And it, when you're in that energy, now you're, it's like that barrier, that hurdle of like, can I do it? I don't know if I can. It's like, no, 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 I already did. You know, and Tony Robbins. And those are emotions, talks like, about-
0: what are those emotions, right? They are the emotions of like, I'm so proud of myself and I'm so grateful. Like, right, yeah. there's, t- there's emotions in there. It's not right. like you just saw it, you felt it. Like, right. those feelings,
1: right? Accomplishment, right. positivity, helping others, inspiring. What? And I did this with my body and I have my clients do this too. So we do vision goals, right? And so we get very, very detailed about what that means to create a vision goal. And um, for me, I did this before I knew about law of attraction, before I knew any of it. I just... I just fi- figured it out myself, I guess, as like a nice brain hack <laughs> to get me what I wanted, and I just started pretending that I was the fit person I wanted to be. Um, <laughs> I when I was it. trying to make more money, I just pretended that I was a millionaire, you know. So I was like, I'm in this, I'm in this whole total financial, and I was like, so I'm a millionaire running a multi million dollar company. What does my day look like today? I mean, that just shifts everything. And so, you know, a lot of times we come from this place of lack, like, especially if you want to talk nutrition and changing your body, it's like, I'm coming from this place of lack and someday I'll get there. No, no, no. How about you're there right now? What does she do? How does he act? What does he do today? What do his actions look like that have gotten him that place? Do that today, right? And, that's- and that
0: might be something simple, like you normally buy the generic brand of the can of beans, but today you're going to buy. The one that's a little bit more expensive. Yeah. These can be little vibrational moves. True. That just say, I can afford that. It's just a it's a vibrational right. move. You know? There's a story about a woman, um, so many great stories, but Florence Shovel Skin, what was it? This woman wanted a horse and she couldn't afford a horse. She didn't know how it was gonna happen, but she went and bought a crop. Right, it was the only thing she could afford, like the one tool you you know, you might need, right? Or or you want a dog, go buy a puppy collar, right? You know, there 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 can be like useful little visualization tools or things that you can do to kind of intend and put the forward motion. And we'll we'll talk more about that in the second one. I think what's interesting is that again, that feeling of like, how will you feel once you've already arrived, right? And then what would you be doing throughout that day? Like you just said, like what would my life be like if I had more money or I didn't have this job or whatever it is, Um, who would I be spending time with? you know what I'm saying right. so you can also manifest things without having your whole life cleaned up but I will say you will become a better manifester when you do all that barnacle scraping we've previously talked about you're getting rid of the downers you're getting rid of the victim mentality you are mm-hmm. doing all of these things you are going to become a much better manifester um, in every way and it is uh, for the people that feel like they need science behind this There is, people say it's a pseudoscience and there's no science there actually is there's a great book called the intention experiment by Lynn McTaggart and she mm. was like all right whatever if this law of attraction stuff is real, then let me see if there's any experiments on it, because I'm not buying it. And she was an investigative reporter. So she wrote a whole book on it. And it's fascinating. And what Mm. it really does show through all of these studies that were corroborated many times over the world is that intention properly used with the proper vibrational, you know, output, absolutely can sway intention from getting rid of cancer cells and petri dishes mm-hmm. to like whatever mm-hmm. it is um the biology of belief you can affect your body bruce limpton joe dispenza has one of the most amazing stories yes. of being hit by a car his body is mangled Seriously. All, of, all all of his uh people around him were like you have to get the surgery you never and he yep. doesn't listen to any of them and he says if i believe in that because he already had the belief that we did he's like i'm going to repair my body through my mind and he sat there in a bed and he yep. literally every day just went through it. And he was walking in like six weeks. And since then, I
1: mean, he's a famous guy. Everyone should look seriously. him up. So, yeah, seriously. So. amazing. and I love hitting this on health, too, because here's the thing. Like, you really, really have to believe it. Like, I know people it's like, yes it's a process, right? But it's once you can get there, I learned, you know, I think you learn as the, in the path of, you know, probably a lot of people listening to us are health geeks, right? Cause that's probably how they found us. But, you know, as you start to learn all these things, there can be these times of like, wow, I wonder if that's going on with me. Wow. I wonder, you know, you get a little, little hypochondriac about stuff. And I, I learned how quickly how important it was for me not to ever get into that zone. Like, oh, I wonder if this bad thing will happen because I'm doing that. You know, you because you're once you become educated, it's like all these possibilities come in your head. And I just immediately was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm so freaking healthy, and it's been so liberating to be in that energy of just truly, truly knowing it. It's like once you can know it deep in your soul, you're. I, I do well i don 't just believe this this is scientifically proven that your DNA changes an expression in in, in accordance to your thoughts so it's uh, this is this is beyond just woo woo stuff we 've proven it over and over and over again and if it 's like okay, if we can change our immune function or our healing or our DNA expression through our thoughts, you think you can 't manifest a freaking iphone
0: i 'm glad <laughs> i 'm glad you, I want to highlight this real quick I'm, I was going to bring that up to him i 'm so glad you did. Aside from the sunrising example, there is also the, we know for sure that stress affects the immune system in, in how it affects cortisol, adrenals, everything else. We know this. In fact, any yep. doctor will even tell you this. Yep. Okay. So what does that mean? Stress is the thoughts. Because you can have two people that have the same situation. They both get fired. One is stressed out and is pumping out all of the negative things that are affecting mm-hmm. them negatively, and one is not. One is going to fare better than the other. They are both creating their future reality in their body. So just yep. taking the stress example alone should, so, should show you, well, you know, you might not see the direct correlation, but it's mm-hmm. there. We know it's oh, there. Yeah. And that's been proven. That is science. And that just bleeds into the other, right? So your thoughts do affect matter. If your thoughts affect body they can also affect like outward, you know what I mean? Um, That's right. So I just wanted to and
1: highlight they affect, that. And they affect your actions, of course, right? So first you have the thought, then you have the feelings, then you have the actions. So if I believe that I'm going to be depressed and lonely and overweight the rest of my life and no one's ever going to love me and all I'm ever going to attract is douchebag guys and have this horrible life and I'm always going to be poor, all of my actions are going to reflect that. And you're gonna like, manifest that, I, right? To, I am. Like, to, so why, to am I I the, yeah, why am I gonna be in? Yeah, why am I going be in the energy of saying no to some offer that is? what I deem beneath me on, on dating, <laughs> sorry. Or well, why am I going to, you know, am I going to go out and just conquer a mountain and hike up it and make really good food choices? One of them energy of, I'm just going to be fat and miserable and, and unhappy the rest of my life. Of course not. Like, so changing our energy first, our belief, then all of our actions are going to start following suit. And that's so key for manifesting. Like, again, we don't have to, I've definitely learned, definitely learned that it's not all you, Tara. Right? <laughs> Guess what? We got some good stuff for you. <laughs> These guides or whatever it is, this energy that I feel—I've definitely been taught. Like, hey, we love you, we adore you. You're doing an amazing job. You're not doing all of it. Some of it comes from other places too. So just receive right. when it comes. Okay, okay. <laughs> and you know, I'll share a quick story on that. Like, I—I I recently had a like a marketing partnership dissolve and there were, it was very difficult for me. And I've in past before that I had a situations where I was um, disappointed by, you know, I'm not necessarily saying this past one, but I've been disappointed by some of the attitude that I've seen in marketing, especially in the health and wellness space. Like it's, I can't it like, I don't know if it's my Libra-ness than justice or what it is, my like Wonder Woman side, but like when something's like not just and true. And like, if it's like the least little bit slimy, I'm like, Mm-mm, no, like, we're, I'm like, fine. I would rather not be successful than <laughs> like, if that's what it takes, like count me out. I'm good. Like, I'll just stay right where I'm at Yep. <laughs> not doing it. So, um, I had to make a lot of hard decisions in the last couple of years of my life because of that. And it was so funny, this last hard decision that I made, I, within two weeks, one of my friends who, has grown multi million dollar brands in our industry. Text me out of nowhere, like two weeks. I made like one of the hardest decisions of my life. He texts me out. Of, I haven't talked to him in like two years. He texts me and he's like, hey, guess what? I want to start doing all heart-based marketing. I'm sick and tired of the way the industry is. It's like, I hate all the disrespect I'm seeing. I just want to see, I want to show and prove that we can show people respect and honor them and still build something successful that changes people's lives. You're the first person I thought of what you up to these days.
0: Right. Random or not. No, it's not. not. And by the way, when say people go, Oh, well, that's a coincidence. Well, actually, if you look at the definition of coincide in mathematics, it's two angles that go together. It's not random. They go together. Um, that story you know right was- there, and also I love it because it's a two-parter. You you let go of an attachment to something that was not working, that didn't feel right. out of integrity, re- regardless of a million people saying this is how it's done. Right. And then you're like, you know what? No. You honored yourself, left it unknown to a better opportunity. And and here's where the there's the magic. You got... It came in, you didn't push for it. You didn't go looking for it. You weren't like, all right, now I got to get on the phone and try to figure yep. out the opposite to this thing because I don't want this marketing. You were just like, no, I'm not going to do that. It doesn't feel right. And it came in and that's the amazing stuff. You'll get yep. the phone call that will inspire you. You'll get a call out of nowhere. Someone, this is this is what happens.
1: Yes. And I think, you know, I thought of you, Elle, when this happened, because you talk about how we get, uh, what do you call it? Prizes. Prizes. You got a prize for (laughs) for pro you move. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I definitely thought of you. I was like, this was a prize. And the scary thing of letting go is it's, it's easy to let go when you, or it's easier to let go when you feel like, you know, for sure what you're jumping into, it's difficult to let go and you got nothing else to replace it with. You're just like, I just, this isn't right. And I've got to choose alignment now and your soul, it'll keep asking you to do it. It'll just this patient, you know, it's kind of like if you have a dog and the dog's just kind of like waiting and looking and smiling. So that's how I feel like our, our higher self, or our guys are just kind of like, yeah, like, come on, like, I'll be patient, but I'm just going to kind of keep reminding you that you need to do that thing. And it's for your own good. Cause we love you, you know? And so when you do that, that scary thing, you don't have anything else on the table. That's when you create space. And I, I, tr- I'm very intuitive. So i like, I felt it coming. Like it was like incoming. Coming and coming something's coming and you'd have no freaking idea what it is girlfriend you have no idea just be aware and what was really cool is that I feel like the universe always gives us little signs to kind of say like yeah <laughs> so the last two books that I just read were the surrender experiment and the untethered soul and this guy when he called me he's mid-conversation he's like yeah I just read the surrender experiment it really can it inspired me to get out of these relationships and these other business relationships the, and-, and the
0: universe will drop you a little nugget like that to be yeah. like we we See, we know, just so it's no. from us. By the way, this gift is from us, not just you. It's from us to you, it's a co-thing. It's cool, that's so great. Because yeah. yeah. it lets so- you know like, yeah, that was because of me, you know? Um, I think, um, I want to bring up a couple objections. So, you know, people are like, okay, so they say, oh, it's a frequency, what frequency you're on, you know, we're like a radio tower, what are you vibrating? You've got to be a match to the thing you want, right? If it's a high vibrational thing, you got to be matched to it. And then some people go, oh, really? Well, you know, my brother died on the plane that went right into the trade tower during 9-11. What you think he was thinking about death? You think he, how dare you? How dare you say that he attracted that into his life? This this also goes to the unknown. I will talk about a tragic event right now that happened that seemingly was horrible that turned out to be good, and perhaps this is the reason for it. I, I've had a couple friends I've gotten murdered in life. Unfortunately, I grew up in a very major city. A lot of people with guns, gangbangers, <laughs> something sketchy. Anyway, one of my friends on the east coast uh, got murdered by an ex boyfriend. She was shot in the head. Horrible. Mm-hmm. She was the nicest mm-hmm. person. So it made no sense. Mm-hmm. Like why? Why? Yeah. Like the night like everyone loved Anne, you know of all the people like some people you're like "Eh," no everyone loved her so we were just like are you kidding long story short the group of friends and i that we were all camp friends she was a part of it when she died we all got brought together in a way that I can say that probably would not have happened had she not died. We would have probably all lost touch and never whatever. And somehow this event has brought, I mean, we still do weekly Zooms. Uh, We still have a text Mm -hmm. thread. We would have never stayed in touch the way that we have Mm -hmm. as a tight knit group had it not been for Anne's murder. Now I'm not saying her death was the sacrifice to bring the friends together. I'm just saying there was something positive that came out of it. The other side I'll share with you is this. When we learned later, she was in fear. She was in fear of him. He had, Mm -hmm. they had broken up for a year, but he had um, threatened her and she didn't go to the cops. She didn't tell her friends. She was too embarrassed about the situation to speak up about it. I'm not blaming her for being a victim of murder, but I am saying Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised she was in a state of fear that she didn't go get help about. So Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm -hmm. totally shocked. Long story short, uh, the lucky thing in that situation was that he came and shot her and her current boyfriend and her current boyfriend's father was like the head mm-hmm. of NYPD homicide. So they found him and he's in jail forever. Wow. So, but you wow. know, again, that was a horrible thing. Like how how could Anne have been on that frequency? Like she's a nice person. Like how could that have happened to her? But also something positive came out about it. The other, the other mention, um, the other example would be like Bethany Hamilton. She got her arm bitten off by a shark when she was 13. She was an avid server. She loves, she still mm-hmm. is. Did she attract? Oh my God, how can you say like, was she in there thinking about a shark attacking her that day? She probably wasn't. But I'll say this about her life. If you were to ask Bethany now, if she would ever go back in time and change it, she'd say no. Because her arm getting bitten off by that shark led to her being a global Representative for amputees all over the world. Mm-hmm. Kids, mm-hmm. she has camps with kids with people with one legs and arms coming to surf with her in Hawaii. She right. travels the world talking to army vets. Right. Her reach is so much farther than it ever would have been had she been a two-armed surfer. And again, yeah. I'm not saying you know, but it's not about blaming the victim. A lot of people can can accuse Loa if you know aficionados like us of like, well, you're blaming the victim mm-hmm. or it's your fault. And I'd say mm-hmm. if something negative happens, it's like, all right, well. I was somehow in this frequency. And instead of just blaming it, it's more about like, well, let's see what this is going to mean. Because like I've said before, my hand's getting injured, having hypothyroidism, horrible things, couldn't see the positives for a while, but they are the best things that ever happened to me for my life. I'd never go back and change it. So again, we can't always immediately interpret the reason behind
1: a negative attraction. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, kids. So death, death is like, oh, you're not allowed to talk about death. L, like, right? That's so insensitive. Okay, so right here in this very spot that I'm sitting right now on Easter Sunday, I get a text from this lady that goes to church with my mom, by P.S. My mom's in a nursing home right now. She's had a major stroke. She's lost most of her memory. Her dementia is pretty advanced. She doesn't remember living in Virginia for like most of her adult life. So it's pretty advanced. So she's already pretty weak and she has type two diabetes. And of course she's not on keto. Like I would love her to be because she's in the nursing home and I just can't freaking make it happen. I have tried. And they're just like, here's cookies. They literally gave her a honey bun. Like, I'm just like, I can't even, that's a whole nother episode. (laughs) That's like 10 (laughs) episodes. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so I get this, I get this message from this lady that goes to church with my mom and it's like kind of towards the beginning of the COVID stuff. And she's like, Hey, have you heard from your mom? And I was like, yeah, a couple of days ago. And she's like, well, I was just calling because my uncle who's in the nursing home with your mom um, just passed away from COVID this morning. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she's like, yeah, you might want to just double check. And I knew my mom had been tested, but they hadn't given us the results they are really dragging their feet. So I call I'm like, Hey, can we get results? And she's like, Oh, what's your mom's name? And she's looking it all up. And she's like, Uh, yeah. Um, someone, someone will call you, um, like, Oh gosh, like, I think I know what that means. So I get a call back and she's like, yeah, your mom tested positive. And you know, um, it was kind of not the best light to get that information and finding out someone like right down the hall from her just died from it. And my mom's already in poor health. Right. So immediately, of course, my brain goes to, I'm going to lose my mom. This is it. Like she's old, (laughs) she's in poor health. She has diabetes like, I'm gonna lose my mom and I started crying. I started crying, just bawling my eyes out. Cause I have these, some of my personal business goals and financial goals are around her and helping her and taking her to Hawaii and like all these things. Right. So I was like, Oh, I'm too late. I'm like bawling my eyes out, you know? And I immediately like the universe or whatever that voice is that comes in, that thought that comes in, it said, do you honor your path? you know, when I'm on this magical journey, I love, and do you honor your path? And I was like, yep. And it was like, then why would you try Why would you want to block hers? And immediately it just, I stopped crying immediately. I was just like, oh yeah, that's true. I don't want to block hers because I do see death as a transition, not an ending. Right. Of course I will miss her, but if that's her path, if that's, if that's part of her you know divinely guided path and journey why would i want to block that and so you know maybe maybe these tragic endings, you know, I've had tragic endings in my life, a family and friends also. And, you know, maybe that's part of their path for a reason. And we get so like wronged, we feel so wronged that these things happen. We're so sad, but like maybe, you know, it's a, it's a horrible sacrifice for us because we're left behind thinking, gosh, that sucks. That's so sad. But maybe that, that happened exactly for a reason in their life. So I think, you know, if you honor, once you get on your path, I think that's probably why you're saying like, oh, you, lo." way like a holes <laughs> like why you guys are being so insensitive about death but when you honor the magic and divinity and you know whatever you want to call it of your path that you're on and you see how everything happens for your greatest good when tragic things happen i think you're able to deal with them a little more easily because you're like dude i i promise there was a higher purpose in that even though it seems awful because i have seen over and over and over in my life that as horrible quote unquote horrible awful things happen it's like the best thing that could have ever happened in the long run so it kind of makes you immune and and invincible to total devastating heartbreak because you you're the degree of faith that you have and greatest good just becomes tremendously higher than it ever was before oh l i can't hear you again because i accidentally pressed
0: the mute button sorry okay. <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna say um I, I love that because then when, look, it's not to say that tears can't be shed when someone dies and you just don't yeah. accept it or, or that totally. there's not going to be losses, but when you're at where we're at with our faith and the belief in the law of attraction and manifesting, you, through that pain you go, I know something good's going to happen or you know I'll, it'll be revealed to me at some point. You trust in the fact that it is what it is. Again, that's part of perhaps yeah. another part of your life you can't even know yet. Um, And again, not knowing you're okay with that. You don't need the answer as to why it happened, despite how horrible at the time it may be. Um, Of course, I would love my friend Anne back, but I also can't deny the incredible positive that she left our group of friends.
1: Yeah. And I think honoring that, honoring that in her path and the gift of her life is the best thing that you can do instead of just be chronically feeling like you were wronged. Everyone was wronged. You know, like that doesn't, it's kind of like what I was saying at the beginning of the episode, like to, you know, when we don't want to let go of situations, we don't want to let go of things. We want to cling to them. You know, we want to cling to people's lives too. And we all know, like we all know none of us are getting out of here alive. Okay, None That's of right. us are getting out of this thing alive. <laughs> so like cling to it so hard, I think is, um, I do think it's a little bit of lack of, of course it's lack of awareness on our end because we not, nobody really knows what happens after. Right. So it is definitely that unknown, but just like, you know, when I walked away from things in my life that I'm like this mm, and I, I had to step into the unknown, all I have ever found is that stepping into the unknown is A hundred million times better than you ever would have imagined and I just have to believe that that's what it is like after we pass because like I've just learned that lesson over and over and over step in the unknown Wow 10x your life step in the unknown 10 extra life. So I think that that's what happens after we leave. But that's just my personal belief. But knowing that really helps me, I feel like deal with death better because I'm like, dang, they're probably like, they're probably freaking loving it right now. You know, and when you can get in that energy, um, it becomes a much more honoring energy of their life and their expansion and their progression instead of just clinging to something that isn't real, isn't reality anymore. You know, and speaking of death, like I used to be very,
0: um, afraid of dying in certain circumstances. Like, I think that's why I had a horrible fear of flying for a long time. I still don't love it sometimes, but I think it was because I was like, I didn't want to die. But I will say this, and it's completely shifted after. So it's been over 10 years that I've been studying continually and practicing law of attraction, learned so many things along the way. My life, since I have learned about that until now, I can tell you right now that if I died tomorrow, God forbid, well, I would love to keep living because I love freaking life. I'd be so happy about the life I've lived up until here because it's been filled with so many amazing things because of the law of attraction. So, wow, you know, and I'm young. And if I feel good about like, you know what? I'd feel great. I experienced amazing things that have happened from swimming to dolphins, <laughs> to like whatever. And I just amazing yeah, things that came up. Yeah. Um, And so so that's really the goal too is perspective, being happy. I feel like uh, obviously it, t- it does take monitoring some thoughts. I want to touch briefly on language. So people get messed up with, again, it's a vibrational universe. So if you're joking around with people and I say something to you like, oh my God, totally terrible. Like watch, I get on the plane and there'll be like some whatever sitting next to me. You wouldn't be like, oh, don't do that. You're going to manifest it. Because, like, that's not my vibe. My vibe is I'm joking around about it. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. people do it, like, Oh, mm-hmm. let the universe hear you. Like, be careful what mm-hmm. you say. Mm-hmm. Now, words do have power. And it's important. If you wake up every morning and look at them, you're like, man, I have to lose weight. Well, okay, you might always be in a situation where you have to lose weight. There might be a better way to phrase that. Like, I'm in the process of creating the body I want. Or, or I'm in the process of releasing weight. You know, there's a great book called Words Have Power. But, mm-hmm. again, I feel like people are too like, oh, don't say that. It's like the universe, God, whatever you call it knows you and knows your vibration that's the other reason right. you can't put out a desire and have an opposite vibration going on that's because right. you can't chump the universe you can't trick it it knows how you feel so on yep. um, you know what i'm saying so yep. words have power but I, sometimes it's funny because um people can be like i've, I've said this before with other like loa friends and teachers who'll be like oh my god don't don't say that because and i'm like i'm not the universe knows what vibration is behind that i'm also a comedian i have sick freaking jokes to talk with my friends right. a terrible sense of humor like the universe is, knows me it knows i'm not like really meaning these th- you know so it is it's totally. what's your dominant vibration i could also be like oh tara yeah you're really 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 smart and not mean a damn thing that's coming right. out of my mouth right. like so right. so words have power but they also don't it's really what your vibration is yes and words yes. go along with that so if you're telling yourself right. like you know you knock over the water and you're like god you're so stupid okay yeah you know let's stop yeah. talking to ourselves like this but at the end of the day it's not like you need to phrase everything perfectly or even be super clear and we'll probably talk about this in the next one which is like getting clear about what you want but you can also be like this or something better or I just yeah. want this feeling. And if there's something else, because if you're too attached to, again, this cursed how, how it has to happen, mm-hmm. how it has to come about, you would have never
1: gotten the phone call from that person yep. out yep. of, quote, nowhere. Yeah. And and that that letting go, I think, you know to get to that vibration you're talking about the universe is wise it sees through us we're children That's we're babies big. we're infants I think we chose that I think we like it I think it's fun for us to come down here and not know If we're, I, I think we're all eternal wise All we, I think we know everything so how fun would it be to you know if we live for eternity each earth life I don't. I have no idea if we have multiple lives or any of that but like each earth life would be like a freaking nap dream <laughs> you know it would be so short so how fun would it be um, but I think that the first step to getting onto that vibration of what you really want is what do you need to let go of if you want to get on that vibration of who you really are let I, that's what that's I think we'll close with that I just want to ask you what do you need to let go of something popped in your mind when I said that what was it? And it could be a feeling. Are you letting go Mm -hmm. of feeling a victim? Are you letting go of a potential Mm
0: -hmm. relationship you have to divorce yourself from? It could be Mm -hmm. letting go of a way of thinking, a religion in your case, or whatever. I agree. That's the best thing. What can I let go? And then what, what would I want? Like the experiment of like... Mark Allen always says like, okay, five years from now, and you could have anything you want. Don't worry about logistics, realistic, don't care if it's a private jet, whatever, nothing, don't care how you can afford it, lottery win or not, just what would you like your life to look like? And yeah. that's just a great exercise because there's so many things you see in that exercise that you have held yourself back from, you know what I mean? Right, and right. but again, the letting go thing is really important because uh, it could be an
1: attitude towards money. Right. Right. Because if, if there's something, whatever popped in your mind, it's messing up your vibration. I yeah. promise. If there's something in you that you're like, yeah, I know I need to let go of it. Oh, you gotta let it might, you might not need to let go of it forever. You might not, you might just need to f- learn some lessons in the process of actually deciding to do that. I was listening. Oh, I forgot the guy's name. I'll have to look it up. But there was a guy that I was watching this morning and he's like some men's, you know, he coaches men. What was his name? David I forgot. David No, uh, he's big. But he said um, he was talking to some guy about going on like a he called it a feminine cleanse. (laughs) Maybe somebody knows what I'm talking about who this guy is. But he was um, teaching this guy at some conference like to go on a feminine cleanse for like six months and to completely let go of wanting a relationship. Ooh, I love this because I'm kind of doing that right now about two months in, I just I just freaking can't do it. I just don't want to. And it's been such a fascinating experience to actually delve into what if I never have a relationship again? Ooh, that's a scary thought that a lot of us don't want to be in. What, you know, letting that go completely. I know I've gone through many sense of this and every single time I have the vibration of the type of people that I'm attracting and attracted to it's goes better it's so much better. It's so much better because I'm not needy. I'm not trying. I'm not forcing. I'm like, maybe this could work like that. Nope. It's like, once you don't really don't need it, that's when things come in that are way better than you ever could have imagined before. So like letting go, it's just these, you might not have to let go of relationship forever, but maybe for like, Six months, you know, right. maybe you need to stop working out so much. Oh, what kind of, if there's fear around it, if there's fear, like, oh my gosh, but what, everything would get worse in my life if I let that thing go. I promise you may just need to let it go temporarily and you may see, you know what, actually, okay. I just had a weird, I just had weird energy. I just had a weird vibration around that thing. I was just in this, like, I need that energy. And once you let it go and realize you don't, maybe you can have it come and go in your life and be in a much more clear place, you know, but whatever comes to your mind, that's what I'm always asking myself. When something pops in my mind, like, you need to let that go. I'm paying the fuck attention. I'm paying so much attention to that thing because it's like, that I realize that there's resistance, there's, there's stress, there's all of the lower vibration emotions are coming in. When I think about that thing, I got to let it go. And maybe that sometimes that's a person, sometimes that's relationships. It's like, okay, this is not, so how does how do I feel? Sometimes right now? it's
0: like, you need to let go of watching the news or exposing yourself. To yeah. Something.
1: Right. Yeah. Or, you know, like, Maybe you need to let go of keto. <laughs> Maybe yeah, hey, let go of it, it. Could be something that you're if as long if your vibration if there's fear around it if there's fear around it you might want to consider at least temporarily letting that thing go just to fix your vibration and then you can move on. So anyway, I'll leave it at that because we're going to go to part two. Is there anything you wanted to say in closing on this? I just want to rattle off a couple of we talked about Bob Proctor.
0: There's the secret, the audiobook, and the movie. There's also the power by Rhonda Byrne. There's Mike Dooley, old school Florence. Scoville Shin, The Game of Life and How to Play It. Old School is also Dr. Joseph Murphy. He's the Power of the Subconscious Mind. Has a bunch of books. Um, Mark Allen, M-A-R-C Allen, I mentioned. He's amazing. I actually took a course from him. He wrote The Millionaire. We mentioned him. So I just wanted to mention a few of those and there's so much more. You know, I have a a list of these things of of books that continue to fuel me, but I would just say get into this work, people, because the magic is pretty amazing and you have nothing to lose. You don't need to tell anyone. No one needs to think you're crazy or weird. You can do it all inside and no one needs to even know you're, you're doing this crazy hippie. To
1: me experience. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And then you don't tell them until you're like, guess what? I guess what, how I got an iPhone. Exactly. <laughs> and then it's cool. Exactly. Right. And there's no risk. Cause if you don't get the iPhone, it's all good. Like try again. <laughs> so yeah, thank Thanks for sharing that. Elle. Those are some amazing, powerful stories. And we're going to, in this next part two of this, we're going to talk about intention. We're going to talk a little bit more about the action side of thing, about the practical side of things. So join us for part two and the power, of intention and getting the things that you want out of your life and I love L. I I just have to say before we go one thing I love about you is like when you when you talk to the universe you're like give me a bone I'm <laughs> tell like me tell something me something sh- today yeah we'll have to tell I'll have to tell that story in the next <laughs> and one I, I love it because I guarantee your spirit guides or whatever like they know you they're, they're like okay Elle we'll get you <laughs> I what you want love it so all right guys we'll get into that in the second episode so we'll leave it here all for right. today We'll be